Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome back, man. Hey, it's like I never left. <laughs> You're still in London. Still in London. It's amazing how long you can stay in London on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can stay here all day. Uh-huh, um, exactly. I've not seen outside London at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. airport, Uber, hotel. Yeah, pretty much. That was that was my yesterday. Um, uh, I, I luckily I met a uh, uh, one of our one of the marketing people at one of the people that or one of the companies that I talked to um, a lot. I finally got to uh, meet in person yesterday, and that was like for lunch. And I'm like, okay, and now back to the you know eight hours worth of meetings after that. Um, and so this morning when I woke up, I was like, maybe I should go outside, you know. <laughs> And remember that uh, I'm in a whole different country. Um, yeah, you know, might yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, you can't tell. It's all good. Fight Club. Fight Club. Chalk. Have you, have you found um, a London Fight Club yet? Uh, don't worry, I will tonight. <laughs> I've, I've actually I've been doing um, a lot of uh, boxing workouts, shadow boxing workouts. Um, Ooh past couple of weeks so uh uh in my mind at least um i remember how to throw a punch uh uh and have just been trying to get back up to that point to where um you know i yeah <laughs> um so so you know I, I, where are you going where yeah, you going buddy you yeah, gonna get people yeah no 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 but um um but if uh yeah i, I you know before we get into it and, and, and really thinking about fight club as well too. Maybe I'm just weird, but well, okay. We, we know maybe that, but I'm just weird. But in this sense, like I still, I still size up people all the fucking time. Um, and, and absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes it's a, a, you know, just like a, you know, you look at somebody and, and you go, eh, but, but there are some times where I, I look at somebody and go, how could I take them out? <laughs> and, and if I had to, if I had to, not like, <laughs> like the psychopath comes out. No, but, I understand. Um, but, you know, and, and, right. and so, but, but thinking about Fight Club too, and, and what we're about to go into, um, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I don't think that I really want, you know, at 48 that I want to get involved with the fight club anymore. Right. Um, no. Well, but <laughs> it depends. Yeah. But, but there's this, there's a certain part of me that, that, that does miss some of, you know, some of that, that, yeah. that, um, that misses that world. But now it's more like a, I, if I train on something, it's more to be ready for if something were to happen. Sure. Um, actively go out and hey how can i you know how can i not defend myself but you know uh uh, go into the offensive so yeah it's fun i like the sport of it Mm -hmm. um it's good stuff so i 
can never pronounce his name. Chuck mm. Palahniuk. Oh, that's better than I've ever done it. So, yeah. Palahniuk. Palan. Palahniuk. I think you had it right. Chuck the... Whatever. Um, yeah. This is uh, Shreya Badonia, another name, whatever, a medium article that mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I don't remember me or you or somebody came across six quotes from fight club that hits you in the gut. Um, yeah. But it's just a chance to put fight club in a podcast. Exactly. Um, as we all should. I'm going to do it in my uh, financial services podcast soon too. Yeah. Plus they got this cool, cool. Uh, yeah. That is an awesome. From, picture From Shreya there. Uh, it's cool p- picture here. Um, Almost looks like the referee's about to punch somebody too. I think he is in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> It's still so it almost you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember the picture from um at the end of Rocky was it Rocky three with Apollo and Rocky when when like it's the you know it's after everything's already happened. Um uh no Rocky Four with Drago. Um and they're like uh they're is that Rocky Three? Damn it. Anyway, so Rocky Three had Rocky, Mr. T. Okay Clever so, Lang. Come yeah. on, man. So I think Rocky Four had Drago in it. He went to and, Russia, yes. Yeah, and at the end, no, it can't be. It can't be. Right, can't be Rocky Four because, uh, spoiler, uh, Apollo dies. Um, so it's Rocky Three, and at the end of it, um, the, it's just the two of them. Um, I'm right on this one now. Uh, it's just you the sure two about that in Apollo's like his home ring, and um, uh, there, there's there's they're kind of dancing around and, and Apollo's like, are you sure you want to do this? Yes. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and, <laughs> and he's like, I didn't hear no bell. And so Apollo goes ding, ding. And then like, yes. and they both like, they start freeze and then the freeze frames. And yeah. then you've got the picture of the two of them striking that turns into a painting. Right. I always thought that that was the most awesome thing there is Apollo. I was it was movie. cool. I was in a movie with him once. I never got, you're in a movie with Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah. What movie? Um, American, the American Warship. Um, oh wow! Yeah, but I unfortunately I got I was in Mario Van Peebles was in that too, um, and I was in with him and kind of met him, but mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get to, I wasn't in the scenes with um, Carl Weathers. I remember when you went off to be in that movie. Yeah, long time. It was like that was cool. Fourteen long, that's, long time. Yeah, ago. yeah, that's cool. Carl uh, Weathers I, is awesome. He is. Uh, it, that man, like I, I really, I'm so sad that I was not in those scenes with him um, because I really wanted to meet him. But well, his, probably... his character in The Mandalorian is just great. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Just, it's a great guy, and I love the interviews with him. He has no idea like what Star, like he's just like I don't know any of this. I'm just playing this. Character. I wasn't in it. I wasn't in it, so I don't really. Care. Yeah, he doesn't know anything about it at all. He just was, he doesn't I was care. Something else at the time. Thank you yeah, very I, much. I was Chubbs in. Uh, with Adam Sandler, <laughs> the alligator bit my hand off. Um, anyway, that, that picture reminds me of that. That's all. Yeah, that was cool. Um, uh, yes, but he did die in Rocky Four. Um, yep. sadly, not in real life, but in the movie. Yeah, I never read the book Fight Club. I have, I've had, I read that one, and I read, um, he's got another one that's weird. Um, it's, it's he's like, got a few that are weird. Yeah, but, but, but the other, the one that I read was like, it's something about he's on a flight and he's crashing the plane on purpose, but it's like he's a uh, like Mennonite or something. Mennonite's gone bad. Um, oh, I forget that. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, she's she's right. Like he is one of the darkest. Yeah, know, 
characters, um, you know, even even more dark than Stephen King, um, because like it's these aren't horror, you know. Right, horror. he's writing about society. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. this first one she pulls out, and and it, you've read the book, um, and I've seen the movie. I've heard the movies not far off from the book, although they yeah. change uh, obviously every time they make a a movie adaptation from a book, it gets changed a bit, but um, I've heard that it's pretty close and I don't know, you could confirm or deny that, but uh, yeah, this first, this first one here, I let go lost in oblivion, dark and silent and complete. I found freedom. Losing all hope was freedom. Mm. <laughs> what do you get out of that one? Okay. What, <laughs> what I get out of that one um, but, is aside from her post. Well, it, it, well no, but it, she also goes on to say, um when you don't have hope yeah you have no when you don't have hope you have no fear um yeah i I think some some of these quotes are going to be counterintuitive to some of the things that we normally talk about and the you know the whole positive aspect of life um positive thoughts and everything um but but i i do think though that there have been times in my life that you know, I mean, this is almost hitting rock bottom, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, at least how I interpret the quote. Um, and when you hit rock bottom, yeah, you, you've, you've lost all hope. But then you have to come back. Because mm-hmm. if you don't come back, and, and we said before, like, if you don't get off the mat, then, then that's the end. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know, when you don't have hope, you have no fear. Eh. Like, I, I guess I guess you, you 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 care about nothing else, so you know at that point, fuck yeah. it, it's kind of like it's kind of like I have nothing to lose, right? You know, exactly. I go for it. I don't have anxiety over it. Um, yeah, you know, there's another side to that though. Whenever, not when your biggest fear comes true, but I think, you know, once you've achieved something, you know, like there's always like Carl, Carl and I talk about like after a conference, there's sort of a depression. Yeah. You know, or after a big event, it's like a, a letdown, you yeah. know, like it didn't go quite like I wanted or I had to change certain things or it went well and it's over. Yeah. And now I'm like starting over with something, you know. Um, and for him and for me, too, we talk about that, that, that that's a great time to change things, you know, yeah, like that. And I'm looking at it from a positive aspect, not necessarily like, you know when the worst thing that I'm afraid of happens. And I think it can happen on either sides of the spectrum. Like mm-hmm. now's a good time to change things. My expectations have either been met or lost, Yeah, you know, and wherever they're coming from, you know, you can live peacefully in the fact that you're, you know, you're working on things, you're changing things. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's how you see it, but. Well, um, you know, you were talking about watching the terminal list, um, the Jack Carr, and yeah, I well, I listened to the Jack Carr um, novel, and then am watching that right now, and 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 actually, this is this is kind of what came up in that too, like, like, you know, the the basis of the book and the basis of everything is that you know he's a Navy SEAL that's lost his yeah, lost his. He lost his, yeah, yeah, his unit yeah. first. Lost his yeah. unit first, then, um, you know, lost his uh, wife and daughter. Yep. 
and and basically everything that he cared about in his life um career all the above is gone yeah and like at that you know and he talks about it in the book and i, and I do wonder how it kind of comes out um if it comes out in in the show yeah um, but he talks about the fact that like you know like basically i have nothing left in my life that actually matters to me anymore so now what yeah yeah <laughs> And you know, well, like, and in his case, I kill everyone. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, 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 yeah. Well, and, and and yeah. Not only did he lose everything that he cared about, but then the things that he cared about was getting revenge. Um, and yeah. and something, something and in an interview. That with, dude definitely wasn't scared. <laughs> no, no. But something in an interview with Jack Carr that I heard was he said that um, you know, as a writer and and. I think I told you too. I've I've been writing something recently, um, but but he said that like he took a post-it note and he and he said that oh, sorry he said that his editor said that the one thing that um, new writers have trouble with is staying on point and, mm. and and staying on their theme basically. And so what he did is he wrote a post-it note and he said and it just said revenge. And then he put that wherever he went, he had that post-it note that, that he's like, that is what kept me on point. Any single time I had to make a decision on where this character was going, it was always about revenge. And wow. yeah. <laughs> and and so like, you know, um, I mean, you see that and and you read that as well in, in when he when he does, yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. It, it was it, the interesting thing is like the next novel is is more like a um uh tom clancy book um because it has like all these things coming into it at the same time is uh, that is that true believer it's the next one or is it fathers and sons i don't remember uh, or savage son savage son's one of the newer ones i think it's true believer right. true believer yeah, I, yeah i'm i'm like i'm the i'm in the fourth one right now whatever they all are um yeah. and and so so he you know, sorry, <laughs> totally off topic, but he expands as a writer, I believe. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, where was it? Savage. It goes terminalist, true believer, savage son. Yeah. And I'm in devil's hand. And I think he just released another one recently. Yeah. He's got a new one. Yeah. Um, but, but so the character that James Reese, like, you know, like, not only did he lose everything that he loved, but he almost lost everything that he hated because, you know, again, he killed, he, he took everything out. Yeah. Um, and so, so at that point, like, what do you do? You, you know, yeah. Who are you now? Who are you now? And, and where do you go from that? Um, and, you know, I don't even know if that's what she's talking about here, but, it, but it's you, you, you have to make that decision mm -hmm. of, of yeah do i change do i you know how do i become the next version of me you know yeah. you know whether that's every five years like you or um <laughs> hey watch it that's what your wife said <laughs> um but or if that's you know um you know or if that's after you know a, a, some type of you know major event in your life good or bad right. um you know, we, we have to, we have to make that decision again to who am I and, and where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Did you, did you binge the series? 
Um, I started to, but then after 36 hours, like I started it yesterday when oh, I, got, <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, um, cause I, I, I had to finish stranger things first on July 1st. Even okay. Was, All right. Then, yeah. Uh, my, um, my youngest son watches stranger things. I haven't caught up with the, what? um, original, uh, not the, this most recent seasons season four. run to see the second part of the season. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm, I got like two or two or three left in that one. Um, okay anyway i won't give you shit anymore yeah i don't yeah you are not your job you're not how much money you have in the bank you're not the car you drive you're not the contents of your wallet i remember this scene in the movie yeah um where this quote came from and i believe it was right before he blew up his own apartment yep <laughs> spoiler alert he's the same person <laughs> as the yeah. guy doing all the bad shit um anyway oops yeah, whatever. Is it a spoiler if it's like 15 years later, 20 years no, later? No, no. I, I'm trying I, not to give too much away on the Jack Carr stuff, but but yeah, Fight Club, well, it's okay. If you haven't seen it, mm, yeah. Well, book. I was I was watching some YouTube thing, and some guy was talking about Lord of the Rings, and, and then the, one of the comments was like, you spoiled the ending or whatever. I'm like, bro, if you're if a guy's YouTube video is spoiling Lord of the Rings, like you, you need to catch up on your reading. I, I don't think you can... Technically the, classify that it, as a spoiler. It's written in the 1950s and the movies are from the 1990s. So <laughs> no, like, uh, like she spoiled Moby Dick, the ending. Like, oh, ah, no. did I really? They, they all die. Do I really <laughs> spoil it? Anyway, you're not your job. You're not how much money you have in the bank. You're not the car you drive. You're not the contents of your wallet. Well, no shit, Nick. Yeah. Chuck. Well, but, but but the thing is, is, is it, it, it's easy it's easy to think that I know, you know, you are your job. You, it's easy to think that, you know, whether you have no money or you have a lot of money that, you know, that, you know, that's what defines you. Um, and, and, you know, every midlife crisis that's, you know, discussed about, you know, some man over the age of 50, um, you know, talks about, you know, buying, <laughs> buying a new car and a new wife. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and then, you know, and the contents in your wallet and uh, 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 we could talk, you know, you were talking earlier about uh, the contents of your bag and, and things like that is, you know, what's in your pockets. Um, but for yeah, real, man. Yeah. The, the only thing that people will remember is how kind you were and how you treated people. No shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. I, I saw um, a friend of mine had on you know, back when I gave a shit about Twitter and, you know, you tried to come up with a, a, a witty, pithy quote to put as your like tagline. Um, it said like, people won't remember, uh, who you are, but they remember how you treated them or how you made them feel or something like that. Yeah. How, um, how you made them feel. Yeah. I dig that, man. And that, that's, that's true. I mean, it, you got to think I'm not there yet, but when you're lying there on your deathbed, like all, you know, all that shit doesn't matter. <laughs> like what's gonna matter what's gonna matter is who's standing next to you you know exactly. and that's like, a definitely a military thing i know um but like it goes beyond that too man it's just it's just only because they're they're when you're in that world or, the, or combat or whatever uh you're faced with your mortality you know like every 10 minutes or whatever it is you know right. it puts you in that mindset and, and becomes a reality i don't know that for most people their mortality is a reality, you know? No. 
No, and that's but, why we were talking earlier about, you know, younger, the younger me, the earlier me in my career would get upset about these trivial things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd like fixate on the competition or, or be competitive with somebody in a stupid work environment or something. And, you know, I can see now 15 years later, none of that shit matters. Yep. Like half of those people aren't even in business anymore. They don't even work in the industry. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but what does matter is whether I was a dick or not, <laughs> you know, for me now carrying that baggage. True. You know, think about the, um, think about the general philosophy of this movie and this book um, is, is basically like there's, you know, there's somebody, what's the main character? I forget the main character's name, the main two characters name, but yeah, but, but basically like, Brad Pitt and Ed Norton. Well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't thanks. read the book. Yeah, they, they have no real names. Uh, oh, it was coming to me, and now it's yeah. Coming. Um, uh, but but basically, I feel that the whole basis of the book is like, here's a you know, here's a guy who, you know, things are okay, but it, but you know, very vanilla life, right? Um, and and that you know, th- there's there's no real strife in his life. Um, and so, mm. so this is the searching out, you know, maybe for you almost search out for the strife in order to, to come to a better understanding of yourself. And so, so for military people, usually that's, yeah. that, that strife may come to you, um, you know, and, and, but, but I, I think that like, when that quote at the end of the movie, that quote, it's at the end of the book, right? When, Yeah. Oh no, wait. Is it the apartment or is it the uh, I forget now. Um, I, I don't yeah. But but I almost think it's the it's that is the entire basis of the book. It, it's it's the you are not these things that are that are material. It's it's you know, and even I, I think she's inserting the how you treated people. Um but it is you know the the, the things that you do and how you act and, and what you seek out. Um, and so, you know, he, he was not happy with his life and whether it was psychotically or not, he, he sought out something different for his life to make himself better, worse, not sure, <laughs> um, by the end of the book, uh, you know, right. better or worse, but, but sought out something that, that was a different version of himself. And, and, you know, I'm sure that the the Brad Pitt character version of it was you know like you know it's the exciting one it's the one that yeah that 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 you the 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 cooler version of who you are and want to be um you know but but it's anyway I I think it's just more of a you know sometimes you are not you are not what you have you're what you do and how you think and how you act yeah i agree this uh i was just listening to uh joe rogan was just on um uh lex friedman's podcast i don't know if you listen to lex friedman sometimes yeah. Um, i think he's brilliant um yeah. <laughs> well he is a certified genius but no yeah, I literally yeah um Anyway, that you know, he was talking about, uh, or Joe Rogan, take him or leave him. He was talking about um, how he creates his own shit. So he goes in the gym and just trounces himself, and then he does cold plunges and 
hot sauna work and puts himself through the ringer, but he does it to sort of level set his brain. Yeah. You know, to give ourselves, give him, because guys probably got a pretty nice life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you get it in order to grow from it? Well, he talks to like cool people. Yeah. Every day, you know, and makes a podcast. And that's basically all he needs to do. And then, yeah. oh, his other gig is he goes and he talks about UFC fights right. as they happen. Yeah. I mean, he got there because he's got skill. He got there because he's a smart dude. He got there because he worked hard. I get it. But it's pretty cool. So you think about somebody like that, and he gets paid a shit ton of money for it. So he's probably got everything he wants. Mm-hmm. He can talk to anybody he wants. You know, yeah. they're literally debating whether he talks to the president or not. And he decides, no, I don't want to. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, so how does he find. Where do how does you, how does how does he how does he find the shit to deal with you know where do you go from there again like you you can i maybe those are two sides of the same coin you can hit rock bottom and like fuck what do i do now mm-hmm. but you know what happens to the ultra rich and and I mean, famous and and you know get everything you could ever want and you never want for more like yeah then what do you do like you know, we, we've seen the examples of of especially the the kids the child actors and mm-hmm. just oh like, yeah that you know like they achieve so much success at such a young age that like they just fucking go crazy yeah um and you know and so where do you go from there when you have no more wants um i, I yeah. Well, and it's that's this quote: the maybe self improvement isn't the answer. Maybe self destruction is the answer. Ooh. Not on the scale of the main protagonist of Fight Club, right? Where he literally wants to blow up a, a an insurance building or whatever it was. Because um, let's not do that. Um, but I mean, self destruction in terms of a hard ass workout. Yeah, you know, and that's I mean, I know that I've had people in the gym, and I'm not. David Goggins. I'm not any of these people. I'm, you know, but I do hard workouts. I do. I'll like tomorrow. We're going to do one for like three hours. We're going to okay. do a cold plunge at the end to test ourselves mentally, um, to sort of level set for the month. Um, I think there's something to that. And that's a form of self-destruction. That's yep. a form of creating, uh, something you have to overcome, yep. you know, and it's a, on a small scale, but it helps when, you know, you get to the office on Monday and, you know, there's a half dozen emails of people you don't want to talk to. Mm-hmm. It puts it in perspective. I mean, that's not the end of the world. I mean, who gives a shit at that point? When when you get into um, basic training. Um, so I, w- I went through 16 weeks because I was infantry. Uh, I, I think maybe other things are like eight weeks. I can't remember. Um, and at least in the Army, Marines different, Navy different, all the above. But... I think that the core tenets, and, and this is why you will hear um, uh, people who are, let's call it old military, you know, mm. like you know, all these new kids are a bunch of, you know, fucking pansies that can't. <laughs> um, but, but, and, and, and also like when we we're in, you know, when we we're in, we talk about, oh yeah, you know, that, that other um, uh, unit over there is, 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 we call them cakewalks and, and things like that. And <laughs> what's a cakewalk now I'm hungry. Um, but it was like, you know, they were really easy over there. So 
yeah. you know, and, and and there were the complaints about the, you know, the shark attacks, um, which was basically when you get off the, the cattle car, um, uh, you know, tractor trailer truck that brings you from in processing to mm. your um, your basic training unit, like you get off and and the drill sergeants are yelling at you and, um, you know, and and you know, get you in formation, dump out all your shit, um, and then repack it and then maybe dump it again. And then yeah. like <laughs> whatever bags you have, hold them up, you know, and, and, mm. arms, and like, just, it's, you know, a constant barrage of just fucking with you. Mm. But <laughs> there's, there's purpose to it. And so, oh, so, yeah. so then, you know, I don't, I actually don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard of a stress card. Um, no. I may somebody out there tell me if if they're bullshit or not, but I being from the infantry, I always heard that, you know, everything else is so much easier than the infantry. Um, and that (laughs) in other basic trainings that might be for like, you know, um, for accounting, um, which is needed, you know, it's a needed field within, um, you know, within the army, um, or, you know, like logistics or things like that, that, you know, there are people that they could actually like if they felt like they were being, you know, mentally abused, they could hold up a stress card. Okay, man, there we go. Um I just I don't know if it's a, if it's real or not. I don't know. Um, but hey, there's the bears. Um but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But I always heard that like you, they could hold up a stress card and go, Oh, you know, you, you know, you're being too hard on me. So huh. so there's all that, but but the thing to remember that you do not remember when you're actually in in basic training is the philosophy of basic training is to in, to break you down, is to destruct who you yeah. are so that you can become the version that the military, the army, whoever it is, wants you to be. And that's a physical breakdown, you know, like. Your first meal when you go into basic training again. This was uh, this is for context. This is 1998, mm-hmm. so I don't know what happens before then. I don't know what happens now, <laughs> but probably um, the same. It probably is the same, but you know, it just sounds. I don't know. Um, but your first meal is five minutes. Not mm. enough time to eat. No, <laughs> it doesn't. But you know, but. The thing is, it's like, and then they look and you're like, why the fuck didn't you finish all your spinach? You know, like, like <laughs> I don't like spinach. I don't like it. You know, like, I don't want to eat it. Okay, you only had five minutes anyway. You're out of here. Um, <laughs> so, so, but, but, so they break you down physically, you know, in this first, those first couple of days, like, it, it's, it's, no, I don't care if, if you came in, you know, 20 pounds overweight, like mm. I did, I don't care if you came in like, you know, an extreme specimen, like right. they break you down. And, 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 you know, especially if, if, if you are, you know, uh, 18 years old and, and you're built like, you know, uh, yeah. years, you know, like they still beat the, sh- not beat the shit out of you, but they beat the shit out of you physically as far as just they will continue to you know drop give me 20 you know drop okay give me 40 yeah. and, and it's a continual um beat down physically because they're trying to beat you down mentally yeah and you you might think in the outside world everybody outside the military like that's fucking horrible <laughs> and that's you know and that that is discussed by people who do not know 
Um, but if you, if you analyze it, it is, they are breaking you down to build you up, to make you a better version of yourself because they need that better version of yourself Mm -hmm. to be a active, productive employee, to be an active, productive, you know, like that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Or I'm sorry, that doesn't work as well. Maybe in the, in an office setting (laughs) you know even even the like you know i need you but but sometimes the unlearning and the destruction of what you already know makes you a better person makes you a better um you know well we're we're talking about self-help yeah but i think that's one of the self-help porn is finally seeing i'm not going to click on that link because i don't know what to want to say that is (laughs) self-help porn is finally seeing a downfall um I don't know. I don't know. As much as I'm into the this world, I I don't really know about self help that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I but I do know that this quote, "Life's greatest lessons are learned through pain," is spot on, and I think that's what they're employing. It's what you're describing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't do that to your office mates. <laughs> no. Like, but- like, hey, you, you know, I didn't like that email you sent. You got to do fifty push-ups. I mean, God, I wish I could do that. I know, right? It'd be great. I am. Um, but you can do it to yourself. You can do it yeah. to yourself. And that's what, you know, uh, Rogan's talking about. That's, you know, it's what all these, all these guys are talking about. I mean, yeah. you, you, you level set, you change your perspective through, um, through going through some hard shit. Yeah. Was, doing a, doing a hundred yeah. pushups, the, the mental clarity that comes after that. And the, yeah the self-discipline that you build in yourself to get through it it's priceless yeah i um, i i want to but it's not a one and done no. you have to do it all the time you have to keep yeah. working on it because yeah. humans are intrinsically attracted to the easy comfortable thing we all are i don't care how tough you are even david goggins talks about how he has to constantly fight himself because he's always like getting weak and he's a little overboard with it but like Sure. Even he feels it, you know? Yeah. Like it, if you don't feel uncomfortable, then you're not growing. I agree. Yeah. I don't know what this graphic in her thing is. The cavalry is not coming. I get it. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't remember that from the book. No, but we um from the movie. Uh we talked about this in a previous podcast about um, you know, no one's coming. Yes. And, and yes. funny, I, I don't again, I don't know if it's in the terminal list, the um the show, but it is like maybe it wasn't the terminal list, but maybe it was like an um it was like another one. There was yeah, there was an attack and, and one of the characters actually says, you know, to another character, no one else is coming, it's up yeah. to us. And right. I was like, Hey, we just talked about that. Um that, that was probably well, like two or three books that's in like a t shirt, that's like a ranger yeah. up t shirt and patch too, I'm yep. sure. <laughs> um I mean, I think I have one on my wall here. It's like, yeah, yeah no one's coming. It's up to us. Is literally yep. right there. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of, but that's also, you know, the the thing we we're just talking about, like putting yourself through these tests or these little uh, hard sessions or whatever. I mean, it kind of helps you with that too, you know? Yeah. Because because we're, you know, humans, I think we're just intrinsically lazy and lazy and self-absorbed or whatever. We're just waiting for someone else to do it, you know? Yeah. There's a reason why, you know, you, you, you like nowadays people will, you know, film somebody getting mugged versus helping stop it. Yeah. You know, uh, 
just because you know somebody else will take care of it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but they was... won't. Yeah, they won't. No, I got you. You are not special. You're not a beautiful and unique snowflake. <laughs> You're the I same don't. decaying organic matter as everyone else. We're all part of the same compost heap. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that he sold, he made soap out of the, uh, the whatever came out of people doing liposuction. Yeah. And then he sold it back to the same, like he sold it. He made like high-end soap out of their own fat and then sold yep. it back to him <laughs> to clean himself. That That's like, that's a dark metaphor, a dark, dark metaphor. But like, there's something so sweet about that. No, I, I agree. <laughs> and you know what? I also think from this particular movie that that um, uh, it's probably been more on on Twitter over the past like ten years. But you know, people calling people snowflakes. I don't know. Like my my understanding of that term is that it's more of a like you think you're special, but you're not, which is what this quote is. Maybe it means something else. And if it means something else and, and it's offensive to people, sorry, that's not the intention. But but, you know, like everybody thinks that they're special. And guess what? Right. You sure, sure the fuck you are like you need to see yourself as special to a point. You need to see yourself as like. You know, I I am unique. You are unique. Everybody's unique. Even twins and triplets, like each one of those people are unique because of the things that go through their head and the things that they learn and the things they experience fuel, you know, all the above. Uh, yeah. You tell me. But, um, but, you know, like, but don't think that you're such a, you know, snowflake, you know, with your uniqueness that, that uh, the point is, you know, you're no yeah. better. You're no better nor worse than anybody else. You, right. You have to. You have to understand that in order to to, I think you know, have empathy for other people. I think so. Yeah, everybody's gonna die. I think so. I, I yeah. I mean, I think you absolutely have to. Yeah. But yeah, you, you like you're saying, you do have to. Um understand you are unique it doesn't make you better i think no. that's the problem yeah um and yeah the entire i think you said that word entitlement um no oh, that's yeah, kind of yeah. that's kind of the problem it is uh, it i is. think and i think but, that comes from people not experiencing hardships true but 100 percent. gene everybody's unique and yeah we and, are and so we i i think you can treasure that without mm -hmm. making it such a thing to where you know like you're you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how great is sliced bread, really? Eh, well, considering I am gluten free, <laughs> like not so good. Who cares? But, however, when I do have it, every once in a while, I, I'm like, oh my god, I love this. I love this quote though. Memento mori. Yeah. Um, yep. I have a coin that has memento mori on it. I got from the Daily Stoic guy, but um. Remember, you will die. I don't know that that's actually the exact translation of it. No. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. Remember, you must die. But um, whatever. But yeah, remember, remember death, right? Remember that at the end of it all, we all die the same death. You yep. know, we're all gone. So, what are you going to do with the time you have? Is it, are you going to spend it lording your entitlement over others, <laughs> right? <laughs> Or are you going to spend it celebrating the uniqueness of each other? That and that's what you're talking about. Yeah, 
exactly. Because we aren't permanent, man. Nope. Every this too's this too will pass. If you don't know what you want, you end up with a lot you don't. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this story she's telling, how many times have we heard this? Like, like Coach Divine, that's that's his origin story. Mm-hmm. Is gonna run the family business, went to accounting school, wanted to pull a bullet in his head because accounting is boring. Sorry, accountant friends. And then the guy does a 180 and becomes a Navy SEAL, which is about as far away from an accountant, except for the Ben Affleck accountant movie, about as far away right. from an accountant as you can become. Right. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I got that you. Was, I, that's the protagonist's problem in Fight Club, right? I mean, that's why he beats people up in dark rooms when everyone else is sleeping. I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs> I think it is it is i mean this this right here right self-awareness solves multiple issues <laughs> i mean holy shit self-awareness probably solves 99.998 percent of the world's problems i mean if we were just a little more self-aware we'd probably shut the hell up a lot more than we do <laughs> I, 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 I mean go ahead that's like life's thing, you yeah. know. Yeah, when you know when when I was clinically diagnosed with ADD at thirty six, it, it was it was one of those things that I was like, yeah, no shit. Um, yeah. You know, now somebody it, it's you know somebody finally says it, but with my ADD, it's the awareness that as long as I'm aware that that's something that my brain is going to continue to do, um, then, you know, like, fuck it. It, it, it. It's having the awareness makes it so that you can deal with anything. I mm-hmm. think I'm going to go on mute for just a second. Yeah, do it, man. Yeah, this is, um, I've never, I haven't read this book. Uh, I, if if you've you know if you're a listener or or a watcher whatever you are now, um, you've read this book, and we're kind of off the point here. Why don't you hit us up and let us know uh, where how far are we off? But I don't I don't know that we are because I think like I said I think the movie's pretty dang close. Um, to this, you know what I have self awareness of sometimes. What's that? <laughs> when I have to pee. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're all humans. We anyway, um, yeah, but I, I, yeah, the self awareness. You're right. It, if it, going back to a previous podcasts, like it's the the awareness of of yourself. It's taking the criticisms and the learnings that that other people give you as well, and and if you are aware that you are. Um, fallible Mm. then you become a better person because not only do you understand that you are going to make mistakes but then either you can watch out for them and try to you know intercede before they happen or you know mainly you usually learn after your mistakes and become a better human because of them yeah yeah i would hope so i mean jesus (laughs) 
I don't well, know. Well, not everybody I, does. I yeah, I always try to do a little AAR right mm-hmm. after after things. I don't know that many people do that. No, it's because, let's go from one situation to the next. Because sometimes, like that, sometimes you have to. Um, yeah, but yeah, your your AAR is probably after action review. Um, should yeah. sometimes you have to just you have to do it when you have that one quiet moment to yourself, mm-hmm. and you have to be introspective. And you just go, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and 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 it can be. That's all yeah. it has to be. That's all it has to be. There yep. have been times where yep. I felt like that was all I could do was just go. Mm-hmm. The acknowledgement of it, mm-hmm. not even going through and analyzing. You know what happened. You know, uh, you know what happened. What happened wrong? What could I have done better? It's just the acknowledgement of it and the self awareness of like, fuck. You know, like mm-hmm. you know. I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have well, done and that. If, or, and I know you journal, you do, you journal a lot. And I've had people ask me like they've, you know, I've read journaling can help me with things. Well, how do I get started? I mean, that's how you start. Yeah. Like once a day or once every three days or once a week, whatever, open up a notebook, write mm-hmm. in the, like think about some shit that went sideways and write it down. Yeah. <laughs> and so then write it down. Acknowledge yeah, it. what someone did to you or what you did to them and then how you might not do that again. Like it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes back to the Craig Kilborn thing too. Like, uh, does this need to be said? Does it need to be said by, or does it need yeah. to be said by me? Does it need to be said at all? Like, like it, it's, it's yeah. those things like what happened, you know, mm-hmm. what went, what went wrong? No, what happened? What went wrong? How do I, either make it better or what decision could I make in the future for this, you know, not to be a thing. And, um, you know, and that's how you learn. That's how you learn anything. Um, yeah. Through experience. Uh, you, if, if you, (laughs) if you don't come back to it, then, then you, you are doomed to repeat the same mistake over and over again. Yes. And a lot can be said about our government and our overall rulers where it's like, we just don't seem like we learn from, shit that happens we don't learn from history as a civilization <laughs> it just feels like that that's that's you know um, I, I, but I, I think that go ahead no i was just gonna say that um you know i i love learning about history and mm-hmm. i don't know why I, I but but it's it's now you know and, and i don't care who's in the white house i don't care who's in the uh yeah uh, whoever it is over where the prime minister is it's uh 10 downing street or anywhere else in the world like i i enjoy history to find out more about what happened in the past but i think that the other side of it is like i look at things and i'm like wow you know like i can totally see things that have you know happened you know in the past year that have happened in the past three years with everything Mm -hmm. that's gone on with, with that's happened you know in the past uh, where are we at six years with mm-hmm. you know different people two different entirely well who knows if they're different or not but entirely different types of people in the white house like me you know listening reading mm-hmm. learning more about history i'm like oh you know like <laughs> i know it, like at this point like if you didn't see a lot of these things coming then <laughs> i know it's like what the... like hey we've been here before multiple times um mm-hmm. and um you know why can't the, we get this right 
I know. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, but I think it's it's it speaks to our base culture, our base humanity is, you know, it's that base ego. It's to protect yourself. It's to, yeah. you know, I mean, the 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 fear or the, you know, the fighting against change. That's what that's about. You know, it's about like I don't want to change things because. I'm doing this and I'm not dead yet. So it's got to be good. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, or, or, or things are good for me, you know? Yeah. Or the, yeah. The lack of awareness, the lack of empathy, the lack of understanding that, you know, Hey, everyone else doesn't see things the same way you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just that basic understanding that everyone else has a different perspective than you. Right. Even here. people that grew up in the same house as you have sure. different perspectives than you. Like it's that different. Like, yeah. You just have to understand that and shut the hell up about it. Yeah. Like it's, it seems simple to me, but I don't know. And enjoy it for what it's worth too. Um, you know, again, it, it like, yeah, you're a snowflake, but, uh, but you know, if, if we could embrace that a little bit more as a, as a general society, as a, like people are unique and we can celebrate the uniqueness and, and this, listen, this isn't like, me being progressive or, or anything like that it's it's more just like dude everybody's different fucking deal with that and then and enjoy it and i know and, and you know like like everybody has a different perspective because everybody has again had the same or different right you're right i i uh, a couple of weeks ago in new york i was talking to somebody and and um and i was like do you have any siblings and she said yes and i said you know I said, those siblings that you had in the same house with you had a lot of the same experiences as you. However, you know, they see things totally different than you do, mm-hmm. um, you know, on some things. And and that's OK. Like, it's OK right. to, to, to enjoy that and and celebrate that, you know, when the ideas clash and when when things are not working out for you. That Yeah, I, I think that that's when people are resisting change. Yeah. Um, you know, change isn't always good, but change, you know, if it's changed for the right purpose, then it, mm-hmm. it can't be good. Whew. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, the last bit here, this is your life and it's ending one moment at a time. I love and that. Then, one. And yeah. And then she's got this, uh, your time equals your life. Yeah. That's I, I'm, while we're sitting here, I'm going to give it a bunch of claps. Um, I, make it I didn't know you could do more than one clap. That's funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it means either. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's something that you know in the business world, I've I've really embraced. That you know, ah oh, man, I, and I'm going to slaughter this. But anyway, somebody had posted like wealth equals how much free time you have. You know, yeah. and this isn't this isn't. I'm not talking like you know, your, your hobo cousin that like, you know, doesn't work at all, who does nothing but everything he absolutely wants to do. I don't mean he's wealthy. He's a success. I mean, he's still a, you know, a hobo that drinks in his backyard all day. I mean, like, you know, the driven person who's a professional, they're successful in every, you know, written word, but they have absolutely no free time, you know, they don't spend time with their family. They're missing their kids growing up, you know, yeah. because they're working so damn hard because they want to be successful. I don't know that that person has as much wealth as the person who 
is making a good living, but has the time that they want to spend with their family. And then they yep. do, and they actively spend it with their friends and family or they do the thing that they want to do, you know, like, like I think that's the true wealthy person. Um, and I know you've, you've talked about that a lot. Um, yeah. Well, I was just going to ask these shows. Who is the Irish guy, Jeremy, um, that we traveled with um, in uh, Jeremy Keith. Talking about the guy that played the mandolin. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think I've told you before that when, when we were driving from Orlando to uh, Jacksonville um, and I was talking about the happy, healthy, wealthy and wise. Yeah. And he was, and, and, you know, after knowing a little bit more where Jeremy was coming from, um, you know, he, he questioned my, the wealthy part. And, and he's like, well, what do you mean by that? Um, you know, why, why should you, you know, try to be wealthy? Yeah. And, and it was more like a, you know, the question, like, you know, and I said to him, you know, listen, I, I feel like there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy and wealthy rich is, is purely, and, and this is something that I've read about a lot and, um, before and, and oh, I can't remember the name of the person that I was. Anyway, come to me at three a.m. Some <laughs> some some time zone that I'm on or not on. Um, sometime later on, but um, but they were talking about the difference between um being rich and being wealthy, and they're saying that you know being rich is 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 about money. It's it, if 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 you want to kind of break down maybe the words, but um, but being rich is like I have a lot of money. Mm. And that's kind of where it stops. Whereas my definition of wealth and that I was trying to, you know, say to Jeremy is, is like, is it's about is maybe some of it's money, but it's more about opportunity. Yeah. Well, it's, let's, let's not be, let's not fool ourselves. I mean, you need a certain level of economic stability. Right. To be happy. But to be happy. But also, you know, the, if, if, wealth equals time as well that that somebody who's working all the time is i don't i think you're right i don't feel that they're wealthy because wealth is 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 more than just money is it's 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 about having the resources and the opportunities to do the things that you want to do not just what you need to do yeah i mean you have a giant house full of the coolest shit but you're never you're never home to actually right be in it or or use any of your stuff like what i mean what yeah. why do you even have it like i don't you know doesn't no, make sense it, it doesn't and and but but the the wealth part of it is you know you can have all those things but it's it's about I, I, again i i tell my kids um you know especially when there's like you know either they just want to play video games or watch something or do something. And then like everything else gets ignored. You know, <laughs> yeah. Crash gets ignored. School gets ignored, whatever. And, and I say to them all the time, like, listen, you have to do the things that are needed in order mm-hmm. to do the things that you want. And I said, if you work on the things that, that have to be done because because they are, you know, a basic necessity or, you know, higher than a basic, like if you work on the things that you just have to get done yeah, and you get them done first, you will be surprised how much time you have 
you will have more time because it won't be something that like you have to continually go back to. And every time you continue to go back to something, you have to start and stop and start and stop. And there's more startup time and stop time. Um, you know, just like a car engine, it's better to let it idle than it is to, to start it and stop it and start it and stop it. And so, so I said, you're going to get more time back, but also you're going to get more mental freedom back as well. If you do something right now and get it done, Mm. Because you don't have to fucking worry about yeah, it. Yeah, right. And then you can go and play all the fucking video games that you want. You can go and yeah. you know and watch everything. You can go and like play and swim and do all these things because you have focused on the things that need to get done. Yeah. And now you are wealthy because those things are taken care of. Yeah. And everything else is, you know, enjoyment of life. To go, yeah, go spend some of that wealth, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, damn. I'm, I'm just gonna drop my mic and just walk. Away. <laughs> no, don't drop your mic. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need that this week. You um, need it. You need it. Yeah, but but you know, do the things you need to do so that you can do the things that you want to do. But that's what I tell them all the Hell time. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. I think that's a solid way to end it. Um, it's a good lesson. Cool. Once again, thank you. Um, I enjoy talking to you, my friend. I always enjoy talking to you. <laughs>